2: Joe Biden cares. Yeah, we know that now because Joe went to Kenosha, Wisconsin today and he met with the family of Jacob Blake, the guy who was shot seven times in the back by a cop uh, on August 23rd. Uh, and uh, the group that he met with included Jacob Blake Sr., who is uh, obviously uh, Jacob's dad and is an anti-Semite based on his social media postings and not a big fan of white people either. His post on Facebook a while back uh, uh, went like this. Now that I'm out of Facebook penitentiary, I say F the white man, only the whole word was in there, and he likes to refer to white people as pink toes. Uh, Joe was also able to talk to Jacob Jr. on the phone from his hospital bed where he's paralyzed from the waist down. But uh, here's who Joe didn't pay a visit to. And this is for all you, for uh, all the uh, the Me Too fans out there. He didn't pay a visit to the woman who has accused Jacob Jr. of sexually assaulting her while she was lying in bed next to her young son. It wasn't that long ago that we were told that you uh, had to believe all women when it comes to sexual assault. Remember that? Ask uh, Brett Kavanaugh. But for some reason... Jacob Blake Jr. hasn't been canceled yet, and apparently there were no women protesting outside of the place where Joe met with the family, the Blake family, that is. And as someone said on Twitter, uh, how would you feel if you had been sexually assaulted and you saw NFL players with the name of the man who assaulted you taped on the front of their helmets? That's what the woman who's accusing um, uh, uh, Jacob Blake of sexually assaulting her is seeing. Jacob's mother... uh, let everyone in prayer, and then Biden, who was a devout Catholic with no problem whatsoever with abortion on demand right up until birth, he made the sign of the cross after the prayer. And then he went to a local Lutheran church and heard from some of the people in Kenosha and did a good bit of pandering. So I guess we can assume that the cop who shot Jacob Blake is guilty until proven innocent, at least by, uh, according to the guy who wants to be president of the United States, and that uh, Jacob Blake should now be elevated to the status of uh, George Floyd, despite the fact that they both are responsible for what happened to them. I mean, uh, do you think the accusation of by the woman who's the mother of Jacob Blake's kids ever came up in the hour that uh, Joe spent with the family? Did it come up once? Uh, Did anybody even mention her name? Has she been interviewed by anybody yet? Does she matter? Uh, In case you've forgotten, Blake is the reason she did call 911 and and the reason the cops showed up at her house and ended up shooting Blake. But apparently the Democrats uh, and their friends in the media are going to do their best to just turn Jacob Blake Jr. into Rosa Parks if they can. That seems to be the way it works now. If you put yourself in a position to be injured or killed by a cop who was called in to stop you from doing whatever it was you were doing, uh, you go from being a criminal to an icon. And the media will do their best to make sure that facts uh, don't get in the way of, uh, of a good story. So obviously the average white person is going to react differently to this story than the average black person. But is it presumptuous to assume that uh, most black people sympathize with Jacob Blake Jr. in this story? And Biden going there was all about politics. And You could say the same thing about uh, the president's visit there, but is it going to affect how anybody votes? We'll see. But something is happening in Pennsylvania. Rasmussen now has Biden and Trump believe it or not, tied at 46. Trump has been down by as much as eight, and Rasmussen has 27% of blacks saying they will vote for Trump. That sounds outrageous, and if it's true, uh, and if it's true in other places, it'll be the biggest landslide in history. But something's happening here, and uh, when we come back, I will talk to Paris Denard. He is uh, Trump campaign senior communications advisor for Black Media Affairs, and he's also with... Black voices
1: for Trump stick around. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under.
3: From the producers of God's Not Dead. This is not time for spiritual awakening. I need to be the men that God made me to be. A movie so relevant for our times. One nation under God. Who do you think you are? Just expressing my freedom of speech. Not around here, buddy. One Nation Under God, winner of 35 film festivals. We can cut God out of the Pledge of Allegiance, but God will always be here. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Antonio Sabato Jr., and football great Herschel Walker. Imagine what we could do united for One Nation. Let's make America great again. One Nation Under God. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase and use promo code MOVIE for 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code MOVIE.
2: We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows or Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsOrUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsOrUsPittsburgh.com
4: attorney spokesperson. This ad is sponsored by Janelle & Associates Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas. Attention all former Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts. If you were sexually abused by an adult scout leader, even if the abuse happened decades ago, listen closely as you may be entitled to substantial compensation. The Boy Scouts of America have billions of dollars in assets and have agreed to set up a victim compensation fund for victims of child sexual abuse, even if the abuse happened decades ago. Our attorneys can file a claim for you and get you the justice and closure you deserve while you remain completely anonymous if you suffered abuses from scout leaders and those who knew about the abuse but failed to stop it, call our law firm's Confidential Scout Abuse Helpline at 800 912 873 as you may be entitled to substantial compensation. But hurry as time is running out to file a claim. Call 800 912 873 right now to see if you are eligible for substantial compensation. Call 800 912 873 That's 800 912 873 800 912 912
5: You've heard all the lies about President Trump. Trump is a racist. Trump is Putin's pet. Here's the truth. Trump is the most effective conservative president that America has had in decades. And every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter. And my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It does what no other book does. It knocks down the 21 biggest lies about our president with facts and logic and humor. Trump obstructed justice, Trump hates immigrants. These are big lies, and the reason for the lies is simple. President Trump is the first president in a long time to stand up for the Constitution and for conservative principles. And when the left wants to tear down everything this country stands for, my new book, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, explains why this president's courage and common sense are exactly what we need today. This is the most important book of the year. Read it and you'll agree. The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by me, Kurt Schlichter. Get it wherever books are sold.
0: This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer.
2: Well, President Trump is uh, in Western PA, or going to be, has a real rally tonight at the uh, Arnold Palmer Airport in Latrobe, or Latrobe, depending on how you want to pronounce it. He also has uh, good news in Pennsylvania. Rasmussen has him tied here with Joe Biden at forty-six percent, and he has a twenty-seven percent uh, from Black voters in Pennsylvania uh paris denard is a senior communications advisor for black media affairs with the trump campaign he joins us now paris thanks for coming on i think you were on once before so we didn't scare you off i guess
6: well thanks for having me back i means i didn't mess up
2: (laughs) so how significant is that uh 27 percent of black voters in pennsylvania
6: it's significant because it's it's a trend that we're seeing after the Republican National Convention and obviously the Democrat National Convention before that with a series of polls. Rasmussen, Zogby, uh we saw CNN's uh, poll, we saw uh Hill Harris ex poll, uh all coming out, uh a, a Trafalgar poll all saying the same thing. President Trump is doing uh, well and in increasing uh approval with the black community because uh we are seeing a difference in the two campaigns that are now being explained and highlighted to the american people as seen through those uh, conventions and we look at a state like uh, a a pivotal state like philadelphia uh, like pennsylvania and namely the fact that we have a black voices for trump community center in philadelphia um, it, it it is making a difference having these community centers across the country having the president step out aggressively and say I've been a champion for the black community, for HBCUs, for school choice, for criminal justice reform, and a whole host of other things. And Joe Biden has a horrible record for the black community. I've kept my word. I've fought for your, for your, to earn the respect and to earn your vote. These are positive things that are making a difference and, and eroding the Democratic political stronghold on the black vote.
2: Yeah, I've, uh, I've been around a while now. There have been other um, Republican presidents who have um, tried to crack that egg and, and, and gets, uh, get get uh, some kind of significant support from the black voters. Now, uh, going all the way back to Nixon, he had enterprise zones. Sure. Uh, and, and um, But it, there's something happening here that's obviously different. And I'm not just basing that on the polls because I've, except for Rasmussen, uh, I don't pay a lot of attention to the polls because most of them were wrong. But um, there's obviously something happening, as you mentioned, because it's, it's showing up in so many places.
6: Well, President Nixon is a, is a great example. He, he did very well, both in 60 and 68. And when it comes to um, what President Trump has done, any Democrat or Republican president would love to have the record of achievement that this president has for specifically uh, doing things that are benefiting the black community. And I think that is the difference. Uh, while in the past, you've had people who ran for president or were president that the black community liked because they felt that they did a few things, but the breadth of what this president has actually done. I mean, just today, the SBA administrator, Jovita Carranza, was in Columbia, South Carolina, unveiling a new SBA uh, partnership with Benedict College at HBCU to launch a new women's business center. I mean, the, 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 the administration, in, in 60 days out, continues to find ways to partner and invest and to uplift and empower and that's not what you're seeing on the other side. So I think what the difference today is the fact that there is a track record of results, of tangible action items that this president has been doing that have been responsive to the black community. And that's a good thing. And,
2: and I, I don't know if it's because we have social media now and we didn't have it, you know, it's still relatively new. Um, there, I see so many um, examples of, uh, you know, videos popping up uh, with black uh, people uh, supporting Trump and and um, and saying that they used to be Democrats and they're going to vote for Trump this time um, is is there and I'm here I'm I'm coming at this as a white guy and you're a black guy and so I you know you travel in different circles than I do but do you get a feeling you know beside aside from all the scientific stuff just the people that you know uh, that that you feel some kind of a change just uh, uh, based on the feeling that that, that the biggest thing seems to me to be that the Democrats have let them down, not so much that they don't trust the Republicans that this that it's finally getting to the point where the, that lots of Black people are understanding that they haven't been getting what they've been promised, or they've been actually made worse by the Democrats.
6: Well, yes, I mean, look, just look at what what the silence of Joe Biden when it comes to outright uh, being against denouncing the crime and the violence that we've seen. Uh, when, you, when you look at what's happening right now in this election, uh, black people are, are, we're not stupid. We're not a monolith, as Joe Biden believes, and we are connected to our communities. Even if we do not uh, uh, want to vote for Joe Biden, we are still black, and like what he, like, he doesn't want us to be. And so when you look at the things that are being done by the Democrats and what Joe Biden is proposing, black people are are, are saying, wait a minute, we support school choice. We want charter schools. Wait a minute. We don't want to raise taxes. Wait a minute. We weren't you the one Joe Biden who led to the mass incarceration of, of, of black people. Uh, did you call us our black men uh, predators? You know, wait wait a minute. Why should we support open borders and, and giving resources and benefits to illegal immigrants when we have black people who need resources and, and, and lower income people who need these resources in communities of color and urban areas all across this country. But yet In California, you want to support a governor who wants to give millions of dollars to illegal immigrants to take away jobs from from Americans? That's not right. And so we are becoming more aware of the falsehood that the Democrat Party has been helping us, because what we've actually seen is through generations, they're actually hurting us and not advancing us and not empowering us. And Donald Trump, as president in just three and a half years, has shown to be an effective, empowering, aspirational and inspirational leader.
2: And uh, you mentioned uh school choice and uh, Joe biden is actually he's he said that he's not only opposed to co- school choice he's going to get rid of all charter schools i mean uh, how can that possibly be something that uh a, a black person would would be in favor of any person but you know especially well, it, a black person
6: well it's not and when you look across i mean this this is the same man who said uh you know white kids or are, or are, are, what they come of smart kids are just as yeah. minority kids are just as smart as white kids or whatever. I mean, he, he, he looks at people through the lens of color and he doesn't look at people for who they are, which is potential as individuals, as American citizens. And so when you look at the issue of school choice in charter schools, school choice is universally accepted. Black, white, Hispanic, pop, rich, poor, college educated, not educated, Democrat, Republican, the polls have all shown that the, the majority in all of those, each demographic group supports school choice because fundamentally you should not have to be relegated to a poor performing public school just because of where you happen to live. But yet Joe Biden is the same person who said he was against racial integration and busing because he didn't want his children to grow up in a quote racial jungle. This is what Joe Biden believes. This is what the black community are waking up to and saying, wait a minute, we don't want a person who believes this, who has these sentiments and who views us in this type of way as president of the United States. Enough people are waking up to make the Biden campaign worried. That's why you've seen such overt pandering in Uh, his campaign, because they're worried. Uh,
2: Joe has said some really dumb things. Uh, You just mentioned a couple of them there. But... Can you blame the Democrats for not thinking that blacks, at least black voters, are a monolith when, when they consistently, no matter what they do, get somewhere between 90 and 95 percent of the, of the black vote every time, every four years?
6: Well, no, I think that what, what we have to look at is the fact that the mainstream media well, – well, let me back up. It's two things. One, the, the Democrats take the black vote for granted. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you give give somebody that type of support, but you get nothing in return. The black community has received no real benefit from from being the, the backbone of the Democrat Party for generations. Nothing. We had eight years of Barack Obama as our president and got nothing directly to benefit or uplift or empower us. Absolutely nothing. He did not make us a priority. And so while we're not a monolith in terms of how we think, what we see now is that minds are being changed, hearts are being opened, and we have more free-thinking, independent-minded people willing to look at the Republican Party and this president. But what do you see on the left? You see them in, vo- in, in, in starting voter suppression for the black vote, saying you ain't black, saying that you are a monolith. No, no, no. let me remind you, you all aren't diverse. You all think the same, you vote the same. You, you don't even come from the same geography. I mean, th- you come from the same geography. This is what Joe Biden says. When you have MSNBC anchors and commentators saying that it was just a black, a modern day menstrual show that was on for the Republican national convention. When you have Ron Williams, of Fox news saying it was just a bunch of black faces up there. That is what they're doing to suppress the black vote to encourage, to discourage independent free thinking, black Americans, especially black men, from voting for president Trump. That's why they, we call it a silent majority, because we know that to come out and support this president as a black American means that the cancel culture will come after you with a vengeance. Joe Biden and the media and the Democrats will come after you with a vengeance. Even Dick Durbin, senator from Illinois called Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina's justice act, a token legislation, token on purpose.
2: We're talking to Paris Denard. He's a senior communications advisor for Black Media Affairs, also with uh, Black Voices for Trump. So, uh, Paris, um, w- when will there – can you see a time – And I don't know how old you are, but I'm running out of time. But w- w- <laughs> will there be a time in our lifetime when there will be no need for a Black Voices for Trump or, or Black Voices for anybody, any president, because black voters will not be looked upon as a block of voters, but just – voters like everybody else, and just, you know, the the smart um, policies will win no matter what color uh, who is voting for you.
6: You know, what, I, I think that as long as people uh, vote in, and, and I, I, look, I think we will always have a need to message directly to people in different ways. Mm-hmm. So the reason why we have women for Trump, school teachers for Trump, cops for Trump, uh, lawyers for Trump, uh, is because we have people who have different issues that they care about, and there's ways that we can talk and message to them about the issues that we, that that we, we know that they care about. And so I think there's always going to be a need for us to be diverse in how we message and how we engage. But ultimately the, the policies of the Republican party, the principles of conservatism are applicable to everyone, life, liberty, freedom, opportunity. Uh, Those are lower taxes, less government control. Those are universal well, you can, you can get tailored in how you message to certain groups and certain people based upon what they care about. And I don't think anything's wrong with that. I think and what's I wrong about, is pandering.
2: Yeah, and I, I talked about the opening of the show about Joe Biden being in Wisconsin today, and he did meet with uh, Jacob Blake's uh, father. What do you make of that, first of all? And um, does, should anybody be noticing that no one has mentioned the woman who accused Jacob Blake of sexual assault. Uh, and, and, and this look, Jacob Blake is being elevated now to an icon.
6: I I think that at the end of the day, we have to look at what Joe Biden did as a political stunt. Joe Biden spent weeks, months, uh, never denouncing the rioting, the violence, the looting, and the criminality, even the deaths that happened. And he was silent on Officer Dorn. He was silent on a whole host of other Instances where uh, atrocities and violence had, especially for for businesses that were owned by minorities across the country, literally letting cities burn to the ground and he sat in his basement and did nothing. Only was, only until President Trump had an effective Republican National Convention and was, and and the polls started to show that there was a tide shifting, even in the black community, in terms of this getting people being tired of the lawlessness and the the riots. So Joe Biden decided to now come out and then go to Kenosha after President Trump. Uh, Remember, the governor and other Democrat leaders said the president shouldn't come, shouldn't politicize this event, but they were silent when Joe Biden came in there. Joe Biden's not the president. Joe Biden's not a governor. Joe Biden's not even an elected official. Joe Biden's not the Justice Department. Joe Biden is just a political candidate who's a bigot from Delaware who wants to come in there and score points. And so I think that we need to take that for what it is. And I think that when you look at the Blake family, you have to ask them, If you were, you know, we, you, you need to not make this a partisan issue. Don't, don't make this part. If you don't want to, if you don't meet with the president, then then don't meet with Biden. If you have, if if you're more willing to meet with one and not with the other, then don't meet with it because you don't want to politicize this, especially Mm -hmm. when you have a president who's actually doing more to bring justice and action to causes like this than Joe Biden ever will and ever could and ever would because for 47 years he's done nothing to really lead on any of these issues he's kind of like a, like a jolly come lately civil rights activist after leading to the mass incarceration of black people it's almost laughable that he's even presenting himself as, as caring for the community uh,
2: finishing up here with paris denard i only have a, a little less than a minute left and i'm up against a hard break here paris sure. Um where do you see this going from here um uh, the, is the which way is the arrow pointing right now
6: the, 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 the arrows pointing up for president trump and down for joe biden the more the american people get to hear from joe biden they know that he's unfit to lead he doesn't have the leadership capabilities to lead doesn't have the vision for america and the radical democratic left policies that they're putting up that aoc and, and the rest of them who are writing his his bills and letters, legislation and policies are not where america wants to be they're fed up of this inaction and just rhetoric president trump is the leader of the moment and that people are starting to see that the
2: debate thank you very much i'm out of time thanks again for coming on we'll be right back thank you
7: for thanks for having me okay with srn news i'm john scott president trump has a rally this evening scheduled in Latrobe, pennsylvania democrat joe biden has met with the family of jacob blake in wisconsin He also held a public discussion with business figures and civic leaders in Kenosha. President Trump visiting Kenosha two days ago, but concentrated on praising law enforcement and accusing protesters of domestic terrorism. Growth in the U.S. services sector, where most Americans work, slowed in August, but that was after a big rebound in July, indicating that lingering problems stemming from the coronavirus pandemic persist. The Institute for Supply Management Reports its index of activity in the sector showing a reading of 56.9%. Stocks fell sharply on Wall Street today. The Dow dropped 807 points. The Nasdaq off 598. This is SRN News.
1: Call 1 800 936 5496. That's 1 800 936 5496.
0: Mike Gallagher says now is not the time to rest. As incredibly well
3: as the Republican National Convention went, now the heavy lifting begins. Now the fight is underway. Now we got to scale the mountains. I got no easy answers, uh, but I am going to give you a reality check do not get placing. Now's where the hard work begins.
0: The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The Answer.
3: Hi, this is Joe Belanti with JD Waterproofing at 1-800-Berry-DRY. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri-state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1-800-Berry-DRY. That's 1-800-Berry-DRY to get your savings on basement waterproofing, bowing or cracking walls, and or footer stabilization projects. Or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. j J&D Waterproofing, family owned
0: and operated since 1930. 19- Thirty-nine. Endless loads of laundry? Lowe's has just what you need to bring reliability to your laundry room. A Maytag front-load laundry pair in an exclusive metallic slate finish. It features the most powerful cleaning in the industry, driven by a heavy-duty cycle with extra power button. Shop Labor Day deals on lowes.com today and get up to 35% off select appliances like this Maytag laundry pair and more. Bring on style this Labor Day with Lowe's.
5: Offer valid through 916, U.S. only. This is Frank Gamrat from the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy. It was a challenging 2019 for a shale gas industry beset with a glut of product that kept prices low as 2020 impact fee totals a test. While gas prices remain a wild card, as do the effects of the coronavirus pandemic, the ever-present threat of additional burdensome regulations on the industry must not be taken lightly. Learn more about this and other topics at AlleghenyInstitute.org. Now in its 25th year of challenging conventional public policy wisdom
0: am twelve fifty and fm 92.5 the answer
5: wpgp
0: pittsburgh w223cs pittsburgh division of sata media group listen on the answer mobile app smart speakers tune in iheart or radio.com stuck in traffic we've got the answer
4: Delays continue on the Parkway East. It's still jammed outbound at 2nd Avenue. You have that accent that was there off to the shoulder now, but still a jam up. Outbound again delays from the Greenfield Bridge overpass to the Squirrel Hole Tunnel. Inbound delays Stanwyck Street to the Fort Pitt Bridge. And again, Edgewood-Swissvale to the Squirrel Hole Tunnel. We have a crash in Ross this afternoon. Nelson Run Road at McKnight Road. About a five-minute delay through it. I'm Ann Evans, and that's a look at your traffic.
0: AM 1250. The answer. Weather.
3: It'll be humid tonight with patchy clouds. Tonight's low, 61. Pleasant and less humid tomorrow with times of clouds and sunshine. Tomorrow's high, 76. Saturday will be mostly sunny and pleasant. We'll see a high Saturday of 76. Both Sunday and Labor Day Monday, partly sunny skies. We'll see a high Sunday of 79. Labor Day Monday, expect a high of 85. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon.
0: Warning. Listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Staggerwald Show on AM 1250. The
2: Answer. Well, it'll be interesting to see what kind of crowd shows up at La Trobe. I don't know how they're uh, if they're limiting the number of people who are allowed to be there or what, but uh, um, he's going to be in, uh, in, at La Trobe Airport and Uh, The numbers in Pennsylvania, as I said uh, earlier, uh, Trump 46, Biden 46, according to Rasmussen. And Rasmussen was the most accurate poll in uh, 2016. And they do it right. It's only likely voters. Uh, And um, it's it's according to this report that came out today by Rasmussen, among the 82 percent of voters who say they are certain now how they will vote in the presidential election, Trump holds a 51 to 49 advantage. And uh, the president carries 80 per, 86% of the Republican vote. Biden takes 81% of the Democrats. Trump leads among men and middle-aged voters. Biden carries women and those under 40 and seniors. And uh, it says what's the problem here for uh, Biden is the 67% uh, is, is is Biden's 67% black support. That's that's pretty good. Two-thirds of the people support you, but that not if it's the black vote. And that's really low for a Democrat, uh, and Trump getting 27 percent of the black vote in Pennsylvania. That's gigantic. Um, and he wins the state, if that's true. I mean it's not even close. But uh, Trump does lead among whites and other minority votes, voters. Um, it's 1,000 likely U.S. voters. It was conducted from August 25th to the 27th. Uh, the margin of error is uh, plus or minus three points and a 95% level of confidence. Uh so that's uh that's pretty good news for uh, President Trump in Pennsylvania. Uh 52% of the voters in Pennsylvania approve of his uh, job performance. Um I'm sorry, uh, 49% have a favorable view of the president, 50% uh, are unfavorable and uh Biden is 46 unfavorably. And 52% favorably, no, favored by 46, unfavorably, 52 for Biden. And 29% who have a very favorable opinion of Biden. 52% of voters in Pennsylvania, this is what makes me wonder, who Who are these people? Uh, 52% of the voters in Pennsylvania approve of the job performance of Governor Tom Wolfe, including 25% who strongly approve. So Tom Wolfe is getting approval. Now, Uh, You know, I don't we might have we have we might have to make this like a daily feature Uh, and call it the maybe I get it sponsored by somebody Call it the Biden babble. This is uh, not from him today in in, uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. This is from yesterday, I believe. And you try to figure out what he's trying to say here. And stop your boast about. Never being seamed at what you, you you can do anything. You're, you, you always talk about your ability to negotiate. Yeah, let's hear that again, Mike. And stop your boast about never being seamed at what you, you you can do anything. You're, you, you always talk about your ability to negotiate. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, this is an interesting story I saw. It's for, it was in the Trib, and it's a, it's also done by Spotlight PA, which uh, is a combination of uh, TribLive.com and uh, some uh, organization in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Inquirer, I think, is involved in it. You know, we're hearing a lot about the uh, the, the number of cases in Pennsylvania, and we still have people, um, you know, businesses being shut down or allowed to only have 25% capacity, which is close to just making them shut down but there's a a big story here uh that they did with uh checking into the the nursing homes in pennsylvania uh and the headline is nursing home covid19 case death data still missing from uh, pa's public reports it says here that uh, even now more than six months after covid19 arrived in Pennsylvania, the public still doesn't have a complete picture of how many people have died or been sickened by the virus inside uh, these vulnerable facilities. So, um, you know, it's like half of the people who died in Pennsylvania were in nursing homes. And that's what they're saying. It may be worse than that, Uh, as you know, in New York. They started counting people, uh, not counting people as having died from being in a nursing home when they left the nursing home and ended up dying in the hospital. But they got the disease and became sick enough to go to the hospital at the uh, nursing home. Weekly reports released by the Department of Health are consistently missing data for more than 100 of the state's 693 nursing homes. In at least one case, those emissions obscured a deadly outbreak from the public. With this, while the specific facility's missing data varies each week, 42 have not shown anything for more than two months. So they're getting no data whatsoever as they're... As they're uh, Spitting out all this data every day—how many cases there were in this county, and that county, and how many cases in the state, and how many uh, deaths in the state—but uh, uh, they're somehow they're not being able to uh, report the from the one place or the places where most people are most likely to die—the uh, the nursing homes. Uh, The state health department said it's working with facilities to accurately report case information, but did not say why recurring problems have not been corrected. This is a quote from Diane Menio. She's executive director at the uh, uh, group, advocacy group, CARE, capital C-A-R-E. She says there's not there's just not a lot of transparency here. That's what she says. For seven weeks, the state listed no data for the number of coronavirus cases and deaths among residents at the Cedarbrook Senior Care and Rehabilitation Nursing Home in Allentown. But when the state released an updated report August 18th, that's two weeks, almost three weeks ago now, the Lehigh, the, the Lehigh County-run facility joined the ranks of some of the hardest-hit nursing homes in the state. Eighty residents had died since the start of the pandemic, the second-highest death toll among the state's 693 facilities. So... Though I'm guessing that those the, the deaths were counted that 80 people died uh, from COVID uh, in Pennsylvania, and those deaths were listed among the deaths that among the numbers that are listed every day, but they weren't listed as having died in a nursing home. That's a big deal, I think. Um, and so the reports it says here in this story were full of errors, with some facilities unable to explain where the numbers came from. Health Department officials have said they want to encourage facilities to self-report, but uh, they did not respond to follow-up questions from Spotlight PA about why the state continues to use this data if it is incomplete, contains errors, and if other data sources are available. So, um, I mean, how much, you know, we keep hearing we should trust the experts and the government knows, and I think His Excellency uh, Tom, he uh, just the other day extended the emergency uh, 90 days. So the uh, he now has the ability to tell you that you can wear your underwear on the outside and you can't say anything about it for 90 more days, which takes us right to conveniently past the election and to Thanksgiving. But anyway, here's some more uh, from this story. From it's, spot, it's also it's also uh, the trip, but it's a uh, spotlight PA. It's called. The state health department did not respond to specific questions about why so many facilities are still reported as having, quote, unquote, no data. Instead, a spokesperson said the agency is calling and sending compliance letters to facilities to communicate the importance of reporting and its requirement by order. In a June 18th letter, the health department said nursing home administrators could face daily fines or prison time, prison time, if they did not comply with reporting requirements so the, the it 's a pretty big deal that they get it reported, but the people at the nursing homes are telling uh spotlight p a that uh they've they 've doing everything they 've been asked to do they, they they're they 're complying with the, the rules, and uh why wouldn 't they if they're being threatened with going to jail if they don 't do it they 've been complying they 've been sending the information, and the state's screwing it up they' don't, either that or they're hiding it or something, but the numbers are disappearing after they leave the nursing homes. Even without a complete picture, it's clear that COVID-19 has had a devastating toll on people inside the state's nursing homes. At least 3,239 residents of facilities licensed by the state health department have died since the start of the pandemic, accounting for about 42 percent of all coronavirus deaths in the state. So uh, that's what the number is right now. But I, maybe I'm taking this the wrong way, but it is th- the, they know how many people died. They're just not either capable of or willing to report where they came from. And maybe that number, 42%, is actually low, because it was low in New York. They had to, up, they had to uh, bump that number up in New York because of the way they were trying to uh, fudge the numbers by uh, not counting people who actually died in the hospital. Spotlight PA contacted 18 of the facilities that have been consistently listed as having no data in the weekly state reports. Most officials said they have, in fact, been meeting reporting requirements, but couldn't explain why their data were missing. Figure that out. And uh, Bedrock Care is, uh, here's, this is, I can't speak as to why the information is not showing up on the Department of Health reports uh, Mike Jacobs, who handles government affairs at Bedrock Care, said by email, we have complied as required by the state and federal governments with respect to our reporting. So, again, these people are saying, hey, don't get on us. We're sending the numbers in. We have the numbers here. We know how to count people. We're counting them and we're sending them out. And they're you're, you're asking me why they don't have the numbers. You, you're asking the wrong person. I sent the numbers in. You have to ask them why they don't have them. Bedrock Care, by the way, which is uh, uh, which is where Mike Jacobs is from, operates five Philadelphia facilities. Care Pavilion. They mentioned the names here, uh, and th- all they have had a deaths of uh, up to 140 people died in those five. And then the, the woman uh, Menio called the situation quote disturbing and questioned why the health department has not done more to enforce reporting requirements if. Re- if facilities aren't reporting it, they should be going after them. But nothing's happening. That's what she said. So I'm just telling you that's out there. It's a really good story here by Spotlight PA and uh, the Trib and the Philadelphia Inquirer involved in that. And and uh, you keep hearing these numbers, uh, and how, And you keep hearing that because of these numbers, we have to we have to go hide and wear masks, and we can't uh, we can't. Uh, have more than 25 percent capacity in restaurants, and um, it still it still seems to me that uh, they're not doing a good enough job of protecting the vulnerable, and that the only almost the only people who are in any kind of danger of dying are the people in the nursing homes, and they uh, maybe that's just incompetence at the state level with uh, collecting the data and knowing what to do with it, but. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to be a little bit suspicious and wonder if they, they just don't like the idea of showing that only people in nursing homes are not only, but mostly people in nursing homes are dying because that makes people less concerned about uh, hiding under their beds and worrying about getting COVID-19 and dying. Because if they, they look and they say, look, I'm not 75 years old, I don't have other issues, and I'm not in a nursing home, I think I'm pretty safe. Uh, but they're getting away with it somehow. And meanwhile, what's happened with the um, because of all this, not just in Pennsylvania, but but everywhere. Um, look what's going on. Have you seen have you paid any attention to what's happening with the Nancy Pelosi stupidity? I mean, it was a funny story yesterday and stupid and. And, you know, she, she got a, uh, her hair done and got a, a blow dryer on her hair, and she didn't have a mask on, and she was inside, and you're not supposed to get a haircut or get your hair done inside in California. They're not allowed. And so it was hypocritical and all that stuff. But um, they they actually opened the press briefing today with uh, Kaylee McEnany. She played a tape on a loop for the media in the media room at the white house of nancy pelosi coming in and getting her hair done that was the lead um, item on on the um on the agenda in the white house briefing i mean i'm glad they caught nancy pelosi doing it and i think she's you know she's a walking advertisement for um term limits and she should have been gone 35 years ago but or 25 anyway but um and I'm glad she got caught, and I think it's hilarious that she's now trying to blame the the salon owner somehow. But what's going on in the country when we're we're actually spending time? And I'm just I'll spend another minute talking about it. We're talking about somebody getting a haircut or, or a, a blow dryer on, you know, her hair dried with a blow dryer. We're talking about that for more than ten seconds. It's it's a it's a national news story. It's it was it was the lead story on Tucker Carlson's show last night because it's because it is good news because it shows the hypocrisy and the, to catch somebody like that it's it's you know it's uh, sensational and it's interesting. But this is what we've been reduced to. We have haircut snitches. We're gonna have people watching to see who got a haircut and who didn't. And, you know, so now, if I guess if you live in California and you see somebody, especially a, a, a government official, looking coiffed, looking like they just got a haircut, some guy looks at, hey, uh, how's he getting his haircut? Who's cutting his hair? Oh, I can't get a haircut. How'd he get a haircut? This is what we're down to because of this COVID-19 insanity, that we're, we're following people around to see if they got a haircut. And if they did, they want you better explain where you got that haircut, buddy. Because I, you looked. I saw you last week, and your ears look a lot lower now than they were the last time I saw you. So, uh, I want to know where you got your haircut, and if you got it at, in uh, at an indoor barber shop, we're going to go down there and shut that place down. This is what this is where we are. Haircuts we're talking about in 2020, and it can only get worse until the this uh, the COVID 19 insanity ends. When is that going to be? I'll be right back.
1: If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under.
3: From the producers of God's Not Dead. This is not time for a spiritual awakening. I need to be the man that God made me to be. A movie so relevant for our times. One Nation Under God. Who do you think you are? just expressing my freedom of speech not around here buddy one nation under god winner of 35 film festivals we can cut god out of the pledge of allegiance but god will always be here starring kevin sorbo antonio sabato jr and football great herschel walker imagine what we could do united for one nation let's make america one nation under God.
1: Go to salemnow.com to purchase and use promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off. Salemnow.com, promo code
3: Pittsburgh.
1: Hey, John
2: Stoggerwald here. I'm just here to tell you how much I love my pillow and how it's changed my sleep. Check out the new mattress topper. That's really amazing. Now, I don't know if I love my pillow or the My Pillow mattress topper more. Get a MyPillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. Now, it comes with a 10 year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. And it's made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60 day money back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and save 30%. Use promo code STAG or call 800 716 8087. When you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code STAG, or call 800-716-8087. For
4: the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
1: Connecting you with new customers. If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have
2: 5 to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year? another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496.
0: The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer.
2: Well, I want to mention that I have an interesting guest on tomorrow at uh, 513. That would be Carter Page. I think you've heard of him. Um his name has been out there he's the beginning of one of the biggest political scandals and uh, not he he wasn't uh, the person responsible for it but this the the investigation of him the spying on him was the beginning of spygate he's written a book uh Carter Page has it's called abuse and power how an innocent american was framed in an attempted coup against the president and uh we will uh, I'll talk to him tomorrow about the book and about uh where we are on that whole thing i'm still waiting uh, we're two months from the election um and uh, i guess actually less than two what's today today's the third exactly two months from the election and um i'm we've had one guy plead guilty in the durham report and that's it and all this stuff that we've heard about one one guy Smith, he's, ple- he's 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 pled guilty uh, nobody's going to jail, I don't think. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Maybe he will. He's 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 a convicted felon. I guess he'll do some time. But you know, uh, I'm still waiting for something to happen. So I'm I'm interested in. I'm looking forward to talking to Carter Page and finding out you know just exactly uh, what what is going on with uh, with that whole situation and where he where he expects it to go. Meanwhile, one last thing here. This is uh, from the Daily Wire, and Tom Wolfe made the. Tom Wolf made the front page. His picture's up there. His Excellency, Pennsylvania Democrats are scrambling to bolster the state's vote-by-mail procedures to avoid a repeat of June's primary process. He met with a group of other influential Democratic politicians and power brokers recently to discuss possibly, possible reforms. Might be a little late for that, uh, Your Excellency. Uh, that that uh, mail-in voting is going to be a gigantic fiasco. I'm not looking forward to it. I don't know about you. I don't think we're going to know who the president is on the night of November 3rd. Let's hope so. Anyway, I'll talk to you tomorrow with Carter Page. See you then. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.